brother, better friend Put myself back together again Cause I still got a couple loose ends And I got pretty lucky, made a whole bunch of money But I don't feel any better yet So I'm trying to do the best I can To be a better me, a better man Hi, welcome to a uh, another solo podcast. Uh, recording this on August 11th at 11:30, uh, the 10th one of August. I can't say in a row because I missed a day or two. But uh, yeah, today was uh, the first day that I stayed until about noon at work. I started at 2 a.m. Yeah, because uh, is it Tuesday? <laughs> But uh, Monday, there just wasn't enough work for me to really stay. I stayed till like 10 from 2.30, but today was 2 a.m. to about noon. And uh, yeah, I, I want to talk about, uh, I'm looking through my notes and stuff. Uh, like the job, I, I re- let me, let me like uh, focus my thoughts. Uh, so... Gyms are open again, but I used to go to 24-hour gyms because I work at 2 a.m., so I would go to the gym a couple hours early, go on the stairs for an hour, definitely get cardio in, maybe try to do weights. I'm definitely more of a cardio guy at the gym than weights, but but I also read an article that said uh, borders most likely not to be open until middle to late next year, and then I'm realizing, like, how much of my life was dedicated to pro wrestling, which I don't regret. Pro wrestling gave me a reason not to kill myself, gave me a creative outlet, gave me a support system through friends and anyone that listens to this specifically, because you guys are the diehard fans, and I truly appreciate all of your support. But, like, I now get to take a step back, and luckily it happened now where, like, my job doesn't pay well until you're four years in. I It's basically minimum wage, and then you go to top rate. And it's... I, I reached top rate in May, so during this pandemic, so definitely the money helped and such. But now because I have this money and I don't have expenses of wrestling and stuff, it, it felt a little off-kilter, but... uh reading the article about not re- not no border crossing i've also we're lucky to live in uh, or i don't know where you're listening to this but i hope you're all luckily lucky lucky enough to be near some sort of half an hour drive away from some like nature or a nice driving route and i live in brampton and I now describe Brampton. I've never shit on Brampton. I've just... I've lived here my whole life. And outside of elementary school, barely did shit in high school. Uh, I spent everything else. So when I started working at Cineplex, I was in Mississauga. When I was drinking, I was in Mississauga or Toronto. When I was wrestling, I was in Toronto or Hamilton or anywhere else. So I've never really been in in Brampton until this pandemic. And... Driving around, like, it's real nice. I never thought I'd be a nature guy. I'd be more of a city guy, but... Like, there's... Specifically, if you go to Mississauga Road and Bavard and just make a right, uh, go north, and just follow Mississauga Road until it becomes Forks of the Credit Road, and it's just such a... 
open scenery, and then you reach this awesome, like, hill, cliff style thing that has, like, it's almost like a question mark with an extra loop on the bottom instead of a, a period of a, like, oh, look at this, you have to go five kilometers or else you're gonna fall off, like, it feels like you're in the Alps or some shit, and I've never been in the Alps, so I don't really take my un- Un a uh, unopinionated view, but uh, but even if you just go on the 410, just drive north till it becomes Highway 10 here, Ontario. Just keep going. You can go to Orangeville, but I recommend going to Forks of Credit Road. Uh, there's it's not Rutherford, uh, McLaughlin, and there's another street there that I'm forgetting the name of right now. But like either way, it's all just fun drives and stuff. The Badlands is over there, which was mentioned to me about a year ago, actually. So, in the sitcom of my life of uh, hearing people talk about something, and then it comes to fruition. So, uh, also, what what I've realized, like, I have this job, so that I could still go to a show in Chicago. I can just do whatever and still make it there for shows and. That's unlikely. Like, I hope Ontario... Ontario was booming last year. Like, I wrestled a shit ton. But, uh, I, I have been goal-oriented. I didn't realize, because I always dwell on it, but I'm very nihilistic of, fuck everything, let's just burn it all down. But I didn't realize, like, I burn it all down, but I'll restart good or bad habits. But, um, what happened was uh three years ago so when i was hanging out with hacker uh i mentioned i have a plan that is i'm going to devote the next three years of my life to pro wrestling and the thing that always gets me down is relationships so going on tinder going on whatever which by the way i had my first bot on tinder in a while today Uh, i matched with a girl named jacqueline replied to her sent my number and she wanted to uh she felt real lonely because she broke up with her boyfriend, but she didn't want to get into it a few weeks ago, uh, and she wanted uh, she wanted a cuddle session, and I was exhausted as fuck. And I can now acknowledge being exhausted, and it will not be a good time for the other person, because sometimes I'll fall asleep, and that's a fucking dick move to do. But also, uh, just like, you're not going to be your full attentive self, and there's just no point in that, so I was like, hey, well, if your roommate's out of town until Thursday, tomorrow's Wednesday... And the message back clearly didn't read my message, but it's like, oh, well, if you're down to chill, then, um, there was something else there, like, to do, and I was just like, yeah, I don't, oh, it was, uh, do you know about Tinder safe feature, which, here's the thing, after I give her a number, unmatched on face, on Tinder, and saying Tinder safe feature, I would assume we'd still be on Tinder to use a safe feature, not texting, but... I'm not down about that. I, I've been talking to a few people, old friends, new friends, maybe more than friends. I don't know. Uh, I'm also trying to be a lot more not open about some stuff and try to keep it close to the heart, which I should. But um, when I mentioned on Sunday, I mentioned like three years, like I want to get some sort of contract in wrestling, at least for a year to prove like I was good at this at not a local level, but a fundamental pro wrestling level and uh i 
I said this, and the hacker's like, oh, you said this before. You said this, like, I swear you've said this three years ago. I was like, no, I tried to quit three years ago. Because that's when I was real exhausted, but couldn't acknowledge my exhaustion. And I I trained for a little, almost two years. And then I wrestled for a year. And then just fucking burnout is real. Which I think, actually, it, it got... It got classified as a actual mental illness of uh, burnout. But in preparation for that, uh, I w- I'm moving to Hamilton at the end of the year. I'm going to be training at Crossbody after work, training at Hamilton when I can, and wrestling as much as I can. Then I'm looking, I look at the gym schedule, 7 to 11, which... I'm either working or sleeping through most of that. I'm like, well, I guess I got to change that if I want to get in better shape. And then also, like, get in better shape for me and not just for pro wrestling. Because I first started working out in 2011, like, right before I turned 20 or thereabouts. And it was... It it had to be, A, I didn't like how fat I was, and B... I wanted to be more attractive to the opposite sex. I'm not going to lie about that. Uh, so, like, right now, my goal is I want to be like someone's, like someone can see me. And this is weird, but this is the 10th solo podcast, pretty much. So, I want someone to, like, look at me and not just, like, the Holden Albright aggressiveness, because I'm terrified of fucking only making love. Because I don't want anyone to say I was aggressive. Because if you look at photos of me or photos, or videos, uh, you will be like, oh yeah, he's definitely guilty. Look at him. Hold on, let me take a sip of my uh, coffee here. It is 11.30. I am going to work in a couple hours. Sorry about that. Um, so, at one point, though, I made, like, I made a list of what jobs I would want, and I scratched off general labor because I was doing that, and it was like magician, stand-up comedian, pro wrestling, etc., etc., but it just comes down to entertaining. That's my number one goal, and just provide happiness in, in ways that I've been provided happiness before. But then I wrote down my f- ultimate schedule would be uh, my ideal... <clears throat> my ideal schedule would be um, wrestling Friday, Saturday, Sunday, like most wrestlers. But instead of leaving for the show Friday, I want to leave a day before so that, say I'm in wherever Saturday or Friday, I want to be. I want to get there Thursday night, sleep, enjoy the city a little bit on the Friday, wrestle, and then Saturday, Sundays I'll travel, trying to find fun experiences in there. But then instead of leaving Sunday, I think I've I've talked to this so many times to different people. I must have said on the podcast, but this episode is going to be how like how reaching your goals will also fuck with you if you don't. Jr. mentioned you got to dream as big as possible so that there's always a next goal to achieve, and you need steps below that. You can't just want a main event WrestleMania, which I don't. It'll be cool if it does happen, but I'm not going to kill myself if I don't get a WWE contract. Uh, It's very much afraid of your own success and also just being successful. But 
instead of leaving Monday morning or Sunday night, I wanted to get a rental car, drive wherever the fuck I want, between three to six hours away probably, and then my flight will leave from there Monday night so that I can enjoy that city, and then I'll be home all of Tuesday, all of Wednesday, and then Thursday night becomes a travel day where it's Wednesday I can do film or television projects, I can just hang out, Tuesday's like, wash my clothes, get ready for the next week, look ahead, uh, and Thursday is that just like being prepared, and it's kind of, the weird thing is, it would be almost a WWE schedule, except I have leisure time on the Monday. I have leisure time Friday morning. Saturday and Sunday, always hectic, depending on where shows are. But I would have control on that. So instead of doing a WWE loop in Ohio, ending with Raw, I could do an indie loop of going to Ohio, and then Portland, and then LA, but then going to Vegas on Monday. Like, shit like that. Like, that would be fun. And I got my first taste of that, which started my downward spiral last year when we went to the Maritimes, which I'll probably release that in these 31 episodes just so that I could have, like, it released. But we recorded three episodes on the way back. I kind of recorded a vlog during it, and I just never edited it because you're fans of me. You understand my uh, my editing lack of. But um, I saw something that was like, don't let... People don't let people get get used to you letting them down, which always fucked with me because I immediately think of my podcast, I think of videos, I think of all this shit. But <clears throat> what's it called? Uh, I had a I had a a chance to visit that. We only had two shows in the Maritimes, but we had to drive to Nova Scotia. It was like twenty one hours away. We stayed in New Brunswick, but we left Thursday morning. Almost Thursday afternoon, because Pretty Ricky was late. Drove, 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 breakfast, toy hunted, got late to the show, and our next show got canceled because it was a hurricane. Sunday we came back. I think we came back, like, kind of early on Monday. Yeah, because we, we, New Brunswick, we stayed at Big T's in Nova Scotia on Friday. Saturday, drove as far back as we could because there was a hurricane and everything was closed. We got to somewhere in Quebec, stayed there. I think I talked about this real recent, actually. Uh, <clears throat> and then once we got there, though, enjoyed the day. And then we got home maybe, like, Monday. At, oh, no, because I think my mom met me at the carpool lot at, like, 3 or 4 a.m. Because Pretty Ricky had his car at Fuerza's, and I just asked if he could drop me off. And my mom picked me up. But, um, yeah, it's I had a taste of that. And I think it's because it was such a high. And I, I think it's probably, like, some sort of, like, manicness or bipolar or just, like, whatever. But it was it was such a fucking high. And every time I have such a personal high, not drugs, not alcohol, but, like, a personal high, I either know it's going to get worse or I purposely, like, sabotage it. So it's September, riding high, we did the Maritimes trip. And also, last year, I made the goal, I went to Chicago at the beginning of the year, but by February, I made the goal, I wanted to be a top 10 guy in Ontario for indie wrestling, because to become really good, you have to be really good in your fucking area, and then spread out from there, but, like, I'm trying to plan forward, and it just seems so weird, like, I was trying to put off a relationship for the, the next three and a half years because of wrestling, but I'm gonna have a lot of time in the next year. 
So I guess I don't have to put relationships completely to the side. Because I'm not going to be traveling probably more than 10 hours to a show anytime soon. Maybe Quebec or Ottawa, Timmins. But but then also I look at it and I'm like, okay, well, do I want to become a top 10 guy in Canada? And fuck yeah, I do. Like, I'm not going to look at it and go, oh, no, I'm too shy or I'm too hum-. No, I want to be a top 10 guy in Canada. Fuck that. So I'll go to the Maritimes every couple months. I'll go to the West Coast every couple times a month. I'll be the guy in Ontario that everyone wants to fucking wrestle because... They know I'll work hard. They know they'll get a decent match, and they'll know they'll learn something. And I will also learn something. I learn something from all my opponents. But back to the mental health decrease. Uh, October, when Joker came out, and we recorded a Wrestler Movie Club review of Joker, which, if you go back in the archives, we did this for Ma also last year. And earlier that morning... I got into an argument with my coworker and I explained to him a little bit of like my family history and just the bullshit I've done and I'm not just like a sad white dude that got everything. It's like no, my 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 upbringing was real fucking rough and downright it was so I was so depressed. I didn't know I was fucking depressed. And now I have to deal with those repercussions 15 years later and try to become a better adult, but I fucked up cuz I'm I feel like I'm learning human emotions now. And then November, my sister's wedding happens, which, if you're listening to this, you probably listened and watched the vlog uh, a month and a half ago, which, by the way, I put off because I was so fucking sad. And then I thought if I posted it, I would release this energy and excitement. And it made me fucking sad again, because I had to relive it. I had to edit the audio, I had to edit the video, and just, like, that's what led to... Those streams, that's why the Brown and Hacker episode got posted two months after I recorded I look at my board. I have Ricky and Jimbo that I recorded before that. Uh, I have Sway Archer and Randy Bino that I recorded kind of later into that. That was more so June, almost July. But, uh, yeah. And, like, my birthday happens, and I just say, like, fuck it. But... It's weird, because now I feel like I'm able to align things, and I feel like an actual normal person, and normally I would say normal as an insult, and like, I don't want to be normal, but I do, I, I deeply crave some sort of normalcy, but, so I, like, I look at my job, and now I'm getting sleep, I'm like, oh, well, I guess, I guess I can, I do have time for a relationship, oh, I guess if I treat wrestling differently and go with the top 10 guy in Ontario like I'm pretty sure there will be tours of the middle of Canada real soon because like the Maritimes is almost clear I'm pretty sure in Nova Scotia like they've got no cases and just like congratulations uh Kaizen Pro Wrestling is running there next month uh in September with uh, probably a full show and that was the show that we went to in Nova Scotia uh there was another po- Huh. I just realized the weekend of the Peterborough show. Hmm. I think maybe that Friday. That Friday, or maybe I would have had to cancel Peterborough. There was a weird... I got offered an opportunity to wrestle in the Maritimes again. Okay, so the Peterborough show was Friday. And I got offered to wrestle in the Maritimes Saturday. 
and there was an offer on the table, and it's like scheduling, and uh, it didn't come to fruition, but the whole world shut down, so, but I know, like, I was making inroads, and it's very clicky, and you'll hear on the podcast whenever I upload it, I, I'm pretty sure I threatened to assault a promoter that didn't pay us, but it's all, it's all in jest, if I'm saying it on a microphone or in a per, in front of a person, it's probably just to make a laugh, and, um, yeah, that's also half the reason I don't want to post that episode, because I don't know if I threatened a crime, but, uh, yeah, December, I just, I wrestled so much, I got bronchitis, I just, I didn't have to give a fuck, because I could just ignore everything and focus on wrestling, whereas now I don't have that distraction, and it's a bad thing, because my anxiety and just, like, antsiness, it's off the charts, but I also now have a moment to breathe. And I get to see what's important. And to me, wrestling is important. I'm looking at this artwork I always mention. I'm looking at all the toys I hung up. I'm looking at the toys I bought. The Yu-Gi-Oh! Funko Pops I bought. The random Office, Monsters, Inc., Shrek, Simpsons toys. My DVDs and videos. Oh, I'm pretty sure also I can't play video games anymore. I think books and uh, and toys have replaced that. I get the creative and the uh, enthusiasm and interaction of a book that I would get in a video game, and then the the toys are just, like, that fun pop of color, but, fuck, I hope, like, maybe when I move out of this space, and I have just, like, more downtime, I have buddies coming over, but, yeah, like, I don't know why Crash Bandicoot's so fucking hard on the Switch, I think it's because it's, like, a 3D game now, but, yeah, that was my ideal schedule on how, uh, led to the downworld of my mental health, but, Hey, at the end of last year, beginning of this year, my physical health was off the charts. When I faced BMD at NSW, like, I've never moved that fast in a while. Maybe even ever. I was, like, ten days off of wrestling between Border Town and that show. And it's just like, ooh, I was so energized. But I'm I'm making better connections with some friends right now, so that feels good. But uh, I'm just figuring life one day at a time, as you know, hearing this. And I got it. There will be a 15-minute time limit for the solo cast going forward, unless I'm talking about my house. If if these are too long for you, please fucking tell me, because I struggle for two, three minutes, and then I look down, and I'm at 25, and I'm just like, Jesus Christ, I fucked up. But uh, I uploaded the Hacker Brown special. No, not special, the episode. And uh, I got a good, a good bunch of feedback from that. Jeremy, I have... Ivany was listening to it. He's a great dude. Sends me funny-ass videos and photos. Like, he is a meme lord. But, uh, yeah, I, I appreciate Jeremy's support. And I appreciate all your supports. You already know the show's coming up. Uh, I don't want to plug those on every show. Fuck it. NSW this Saturday in Hamilton. Destiny Pro Wrestling Barbecue this Sunday in Mississauga. Alpha One on August 29th in Oshawa. And Backyard Pro. This Thursday, August 13th, next Thursday, August 20th, and the Thursday after that, August 27th, three episodes. Which episode am I on? Uh, I'm pretty sure I'm on the last one. But yes, I will talk to you all soon. I love and appreciate all of your support. I'm very grateful for the 10, 15, 25, 30 people that listen to this. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Have a good morning, have a good afternoon, have a good evening, have a good night, just have a good day, have fun, stay safe, stay healthy, stay sane, and Blink-182 finished to the right moment of this. So, thank you.
Goodbye. Good night. My heart is barely what it used to be. Barely what it used to be. I want to be a better me, a better man. A better love, a better brother, a better friend. Put myself back together again. Cause I still got a couple of sins. And I got pretty lucky, made a whole bunch of money. But I don't feel any better yet.